Happy third week of Advent along our road to Bethlehem. This is Gaudete Sunday, the pink candle, giving us a little hope as we get closer and closer to our destination. Gaudete Sunday. And friends, this third week, our color changes from purple last week to pink. And our theme changes. Last week, it was peace. This week, it is joy. So, we have a new gospel, too. It's from John 1, chapter 6 to 8. And this is what it says. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He, John, was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light that was coming. The light we are on the road to see. You know, I don't know how old I was. I was young when I realized that the food I was eating didn't actually come from a store, but rather gardens and farms. <laughs> you know, that the apple that I was eating came from a seed someone planted in the ground. Or that juicy hamburger I was eating was once a cow in a field. <laughs> You know, I didn't put it all together until finally it dawned on me. I was young, of course. I don't know how old, maybe 16 or 17 or something. <laughs> but that's when I realized that's what Grandma was doing out back every day with the watering can and the hoe. She was making those disgusting lima beans. <laughs> so one day, I got the idea as a little kid that I'd start my own private hidden garden that would contain only those things that I loved. So no beets, <laughs> no lima beans for sure, no spinach, etc. Just big juicy apples. Big sweet ones. And I would grow them. So that's what I did. I saved some of the seeds from an apple. I got a pot. I filled it with the same dirt Grandma was using out back. Grabbed some of her, what do you call that, uh, distilled water, a watering can. And I brought it all to my room. I planted the seeds in the pot, watered it gently, and then slid it into my closet where nobody would know. And I waited. And every day after school, I would come home, run up there, pull it out, give it a little water, show it a little love. And then one day, I saw it. This little green sprout that was coming out of the dirt. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. I did this. <laughs> I made it. So I continued to care for, fertilized it so it would keep growing, and it did, until it didn't. The stem that was so beautiful when it came through was now starting to turn upon itself. It went from a verdant green 
to a pale milky yellow until one day I pulled it out of the closet and that little stem was all curled up, lying lifeless and wilted. Oh, I killed it. <laughs> I, I eventually told Grandma about my hidden orchard. I had no choice in the hope she might be able to do something. And I told her I did everything she did to all those gross lima beans out there in the garden. But my apples failed. What was I doing wrong? I used the same soil, same love, same water. And she told me <laughs> the one thing that all of you are thinking now. Photosynthesis. <laughs> she didn't say that word, but what she said is no sun. <laughs> the best pots, the best seeds, the cleanest water, lots of love, but it's all worthless without the light and the warmth of the sun that literally gives it life, its nourishment and strength. And so Grandma, God lover, offered to share a little piece of her garden for my little orchard, but... Nah, pass. <laughs> if I couldn't keep it secret and hidden, it wasn't fun anymore. But it wasn't long after that that I learned the wisdom of Grandma. I mean, not only apple trees and lima beans, but us humans as well. We would all die without the sun. Nature itself, the weather itself, and everything we know and love on this planet is dependent upon the sun and its light, without which life on earth, you and me and grandma and everyone and everything else, like my apple tree, would curl up and die. End of story. We know this. Which is why it's a great message spiritually today about John the Baptist asking us to consider the same in our lives. That without the light of the sun, the S-O-N, we are lifeless. Jesus is the light, the life that gives life to all things. He is the source, the creator of everything, of hope, of peace, joy, of love. And it kind of reminded me actually of another piece of scripture. It's John um, chapter six, verse 53. You've heard this where Jesus says, very truly I tell you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Without me, God says, you have no life, no joy, no peace within you. He is quite literally the Son, the S-O-N. And that made me think of something in nature that I love, that is our theme to joy this week of Gaudete Sunday. 
the 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 image like remember last week the image was the white owl about peace the first week of advent it was the butterfly this week it is the sunflower and let me tell you really quickly those of you who have been on one of my missions you know this I love the sunflowers, and a while back, I saw something I've never seen before that blew me away, a field of sunflowers. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? It is breathtaking, like tens of thousands of them. I was driving through Kansas, and I saw it. I just stopped off the side of the interstate because I was so taken by it, so beautiful. And I got to the mission, I was telling some people about it, and one of the ladies, I said, oh no, uh, um, one of the ladies told me that, something I never knew, every sunflower around the world begins every day facing east, <laughs> if this is east, <laughs> facing east. And as the sun rises and moves across the, su the sky, the sunflowers follow. They trace the movement of the sun from east to west. And at the end of the day, when the sun is gone, they turn themselves down and around. They twist and then lift their heads back up. And there they are, waiting once again, anticipating the sun at dawn. And as it breaks into the sky, there they go, once again, east to west, turning to the sun. One lady told me, when I said, wow, that's amazing, she said, you know, Father, they really are the sunflowers. They're always turning themselves to what makes them most beautiful. They're always turning themselves to what makes them most beautiful. The thing they can't give themselves, they turn to the source of it. And I can think of no better analogy than that for our third week of Advent and the theme of joy turning to the light. It's all over scripture. You know, it says in Isaiah 45, Turn to me and be safe, for I am the Lord your God. Psalm 58, It is you to whom I turn, O God, for you are my strength, the God who shows me love. Huh. You know, or what is it, 34, Psalm 34. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy. And the message is throughout all of the scripture. The same one the sunflower knows, turn to the only thing that can make you most beautiful. The sun, the S-O-N. Of God. Isn't that what Jesus did? I mean, all throughout the scriptures, you know, Bartimaeus, the blind man, 
came to Jesus, and what did Jesus do? He shined his blessing upon him, and as Bartimaeus stood and turned and left Jesus, he was able to see the woman at the well. What did she do? She turned her sadness, her great struggles in life to Jesus, and what did Jesus do? He shined his blessing and his gift of joy upon her, within her, <laughs> and she left Jesus more beautiful in spirit than she could have imagined. The lepers, filled with disease, what did they do? They went to Jesus, and Jesus shined his blessing upon them in healing, and, and on and on. The promise the sunflower says to us is the one we see all over the Word of God. When we turn the right way, blessing falls back upon us. We need, friends, this season of Advent to ready to remember and to prepare for that turning our lives to the sun, to listen and truly believe that truth, that we need the light, that the meaning and the joy that we desire and long for, it can only be had when we're turned the right way. So along our road this week, let me ask you this question. What do you need to turn to Jesus in your life today? What have you been hiding in the closet, holding on to, worrying about, obsessing over, being afraid of, that the Son is asking you to put before him that he might bless and make holy? What, you know, what needs the warmth and the healing light of Jesus? the light of the world in you. Place it before him this week, brothers and sisters. Really trust that promise that the sunflower shows us, that the more we are turned to the Son of God, the more beautiful we become. Amen to that. Thank you for joining me today, friends, as we walk this last week on our road to Bethlehem. And may God's blessing be with us, be upon you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as we go. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow for Marian Saturday. Mm -hmm.